Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, let's uh, let's go to the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Stores guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. James Jones, University of Miami Sports Hall of Famer, uh, Cleveland Cavalier. He's a world champion. He's a three-time world champion. The ones in 2012 and 2013 do mean the most to him, though. Uh, James, good morning. What, uh, what do we miss the most about South Florida? What do we miss? Uh... Beaches, sunshine, family. Yeah. The usual suspects. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? Good to talk to you. I'm good, man. Good to talk to you guys, man. It's been a while. Tell- you guys need to hit me up more often, oh, man. Oh, okay, hey, all right, all right. Uh, tell us here. I want you to chime in on something we've been talking about this morning. Uh, as a fan, and you could say as a player, we'll, we'll do it from a player's perspective with you. Would you rather play for a team that wins a championship you win one championship, but then after that, the bottom falls out. Maybe it's free agency, maybe it's injuries, what have you. You win a championship, and then every other year you play on that team, you are awful, terrible, worse in the league. Or would you rather play for a team that is a contender every single year, but you don't quite win the whole thing? Um, championship, um, you know, because that's why you, why you play. And after a while, once you, you reach this level and, and you start making the money, and, and and you start basically performing your job, you want to be the best. And you know, you reach that mountaintop. That's that's why you do it. And and so I would I would take the one and, and then we'd be bad. I'd probably be miserable for the rest of my life, but at least I'd be able to look on my mantelpiece and see a trophy. As a player, I agree with you 100%. But once you remove yourself from the game, like I've been out of the game now for a while, and I'm starting to become a fan of sport. Uh, I I think you might change your opinion. I like in, in terms oh, no, of that's not might change my opinion. I definitely change my opinion as a fan. Yeah, you know yeah. I want to be a contender every year. You know, I want to come to the arena and watch my my team win. I want to watch my team uh, be successful. You know I want to have pride in in wearing you know, my my team's colors. Um, so most definitely, you know that's 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 kind of like the I say that's the oddity of, of the fan player dynamic. Um, is sometimes you try to meet somewhere in the middle where. You know, you're a contender, and you win a couple. Um, but, you know, it'd be extremely difficult to be a fan and just watch you know, watch a losing team over and over again. Are you going to be like that when your playing career is over? Are you going to be like that with the – like, I can envision you being like that with the Hurricanes, where you go into full-on fan mode and, like, you know, that, that it's got your attention, the Hurricanes, Hurricanes basketball, Hurricanes football, and, and the losses stick with you. Are you going to be that kind of fan? Oh, I'll be there for sure. You know, I, I mean, I, I wear my hurricane gear every day. You know, I'm up here in Cleveland. They have the Browns. They have OSU. Um, Terrible. And, you know, yeah. So <laughs> you know what I mean. So I'm, I'm wearing my hurricane gear. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be, be that guy. You know, who you see jumping and stomping on the sidelines when we, when we're winning and miserable, looking like a, a six year old kid who you know didn't get a present on their birthday when we lose. James, I'm, I'm interested to find out if you've heard anything out of that locker room, uh, Miami locker room with Coach L. I'm trying to figure out how he can relate so well because that's one of the things that they always yeah. say about Coach L is he relates so well to these young men. What have you heard that is so relatable? I mean, you've seen the videos, right, JJ? I mean, they love him, those kids. 
Yeah, without a doubt. Well, you know, Coach L is a great communicator, and he really cares about his players. You know, the greatest coaches communicate. You know, they spend time getting to know their players um, intimately to, to really know who they are, what they like, what they don't like, you know, things that are important to them. And then he does his part, which is he does his homework and puts in the time to, to stay current on the things that matter to them. And, you know, you can expect a coach with his, his level of success to kind of be stubborn and set in his ways, but he's always constantly evolving. And that's why, you know, as long as he's been a coach, year after year after year after year, he gets, you know, a new group of guys to buy in and play, play to the wall for him. And that's what you need. Did you have Leonard at all, or were you all Perry Clark? I had Leonard my first year. Well, and and the the Canes they they play FSU tomorrow, so they're going up against Leonard uh, the final game of the uh, regular season. Like, yeah, we'll get that one. We'll get that one. <laughs> like was 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 Leonard like that at all? I mean, like how did Leonard relate to the kids? Because he does a terrific job, obviously at FSU now. I mean, he, he the same way, very similar. You know, I think that, I mean, that was part of the reason why I chose University of Miami um, because Coach Hamilton didn't come across as a as a coach to me. He came across as a mentor. He came across as as, as a professional. I mean, and 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 it's different. You know, my high school coach was very similar. Where our conversation started off with how was I, how I was doing. You know, what, what I, what was I doing in the classroom? You know, how was my mom, my dad? You know, what, what was I doing? What was I going to do with my free time? And then basketball came last. And so when we got on the basketball court, I wanted to play for him. You know, I wasn't playing uh, for school per se. My my freshman year, I was playing for my coach, and eventually. That desire to play for my coach, you know, made me a hurricane for life. Did FSU recruit you at all at high school? They did. They did. They didn't have a chance, though. It was, I guess it was just they probably were covering their backsides and make sure they didn't let a, a great talent leave the state of Florida. So you never even um, gave it any thought? You never even considered? No, no never. I'm, I'm a hurricane, man. I mean, I've had friends and, and people who have gone to Florida State, and nothing against them. They have to do what's best for them, but I was always a hurricane. I'll always be a hurricane. The, the rest of those schools are really just uh, the other options for people who, who either can't or don't want to go to the U. We got, uh, we got James Jones uh, joining us here. The Heat are taking on the Cavs. It's a home-and-home, home, actually. Saturday, it's here at American Airlines Arena. Uh, uh, Monday night, the Heat are in Cleveland. Can you give us any, can you give us any heads up here? Because we got people who are asking, okay, you guys play tonight. You're in Atlanta tonight, so tomorrow's a back-to-back for you guys. It's a back-to-back for the Heat as well. We we think that LeBron could possibly take off tomorrow night. Okay, is is LeBron going to play both nights? Is he going to play both games? Um, I suspect that's you know that's that's the plan. You know we, you know right now it's it's it's, it's crunch time for us. You know the second half of the season, um, you do everything you can in the first half of the season to to try to rest and put yourself in a position to play every night. And so um, I know he's excited. We're all excited about coming back and playing in Miami, not just because we played there, but uh, because we know it'll be a competitive game, and we know it'll be a great atmosphere. You know. All right, so we should expect we should expect him to play. What I doubt every night. Okay, JJ, you know? how does that work? Like, if you guys wake up one day you're just not feeling it, do you just go tell coach, or is this something that is actually planned? Like they talked about it. No, it's usually every day. You know, I, like last year when we played Miami, I believe on a back to back. We played in New Orleans the night before, and we had a, an overtime game, and we got in like 4.30 in the morning. And so you go through shoot-around, you go through walk-through, and the guys are banged up, or, you know, if they don't have it, coach is usually like, hey, you know what, tonight's not your night. Tonight you're going to have to sit down. we have to call the next man up. We got James Jones joining us here. You know, uh, Kevin Love's out for you guys. He's going to be out for a little while longer, and 
I'll tell you, that kind of stuff always reminds me, and I understand Chris Bosh, he got hurt in the postseason in 2012, and, and he ended up getting back relatively quick. But other than that right there, and that worked out just fine uh, for you guys that year, but you guys were so lucky. And I know Dwayne was playing hurt, okay? But you guys, for the most part, were really lucky when it came to injuries and you know, because you see uh, your first year in Cleveland, Kevin Love's hurt, Kyrie Irving's hurt, you guys lose. Right now, Kevin Love's hurt again. Uh, luck plays a huge role, right? It does. It, it plays a, a huge role. Um, and then the other part is is the players that you have. You know, we're in Miami. You know, we were, we were blessed to have Bron, uh, D-Wade, and Chris, guys who play through pain. Like, they were way more injured than they let on because uh, for them, winning was everything. And, and so... Um, they were battle tested. They were tanks, and and so they, you know, CB came back from an injury when he should have probably been out another three to four weeks. Um, he gutted through it, and, and and was a big reason why we were able to win a title. So, um, but luck plays a factor because when you play this many games, you know, people can tell you whatever they want to tell you. Luck has a, a big luck is a big component. JJ, what was your thoughts when you heard that Dwayne was leaving? Um, I, I was I was sad. I mean, I can't I can't say I've really been sad while playing the game of basketball because I understand it's a business and, and I'm not a fan uh, of any particular team. Um, I'm usually a fan of players and, and those players are my brothers, but, you know, that was something I never expected, you know, and, and to this day it's still, you know, it's kind of odd. I watched them last night with a Bulls jersey on and and I understand the, the mechanics of the business, but it still stings because we all know D-Wade is the face of, Heat organization. He's the greatest player in franchise history, and uh, he, he's a he's a Heat for life. He's a heater for life. So it's, it's all good. Have you uh, you talked to CB at all? You talked to Bosch much? Yeah, I, I mean, I talked to him. Um, CB's doing well. You know, it's uh, it's tough. His situation is a tough one too because you know he he's still in his prime. He's still a talented player, and and the game didn't pass him by. You know, from a health perspective, he just wasn't able to continue. And so it stings because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you leave the game early. Uh, you spend the rest of your life uh, wishing and hoping it didn't end up that way. So, uh, But more importantly, he's healthy. More importantly, um, you know, he's he's happy. You know, his family's healthy and they're there for him. So I think he understands that he's one of the world. He's, he's one of the, maybe the luckiest man in the world because they caught it and, and he was able to do the thing he loved for so long. When are they going to do a documentary on J.J.? I know they did a couple documentaries this year, one of them being on Freeman, the running back for the Falcons, coming out of the hood here, and then you got uh, another yeah, did one. You Uncle actually Luke. See Uncle that? Luke just did a little little peewee football one. Yeah, did you see? Did you happen to see that on Viceland at all? That you know they did a, a documentary on Uncle Luke's, uh, you know his his optimist, his Liberty City optimist. Uh, did you happen to see any of that? It, it aired no, a, a week I didn't, ago. I didn't see the whole thing. I saw some some clips. You know, we were looking at it uh, online. You know, heard the story about it. And evidently, we're watching and following Freeman. You know, um, you know, Luke was has always been a Hurricane fan, so I've known him from my days back in Miami Gardens and, and everywhere else across the city. But I heard it was spectacular. I'm actually going to check it out on the plane probably tonight, since you remind me. Ah, there you go. Uh, what uh, What's the usual activity on the plane if you're not watching a movie? What are you normally doing? Uh, we're playing cards. Watching uh, Coach Terry watching you film. rubbing LeBron's feet on the way down? <laughs> or what, what's going on? <laughs> No, nah, watching film, watching film. You know, we have a we have a veteran team, man. So our our conversations are a little bit different. You know, in the past, when you have a young team, guys have headphones on and they're watching movies. But for the most part, we're usually talking basketball because you know, at this stage in our careers, it's the only thing that matters. Who do you play cards with? Who's your crew on the plane? 
Um, actually, this whole team, you know, we play spades, we play um, poker, we, we play it all. Um, J.R. Smith, Braun, who, che- who cheats? Tristan. Who cheats? Uh, who cheats? No one. No one really cheats. No? We, we actually saw the fun. Nah, it's it was different when we were in Miami. In Miami, we were ultra competitive. Who was so cheating had... in Miami? Who was who was dealing from the bottom of the deck? Who was cheating? Man, I'm not going to say any names, man, but it was just kid number 15 sometimes. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, Chalmers. He, yep. he used to come. He used to come across uh, a little shady every now and again. <laughs> what kind of what kind of money are we talking about on a basketball flight? Because I know on the football flight we're getting serious. Probably a couple grand going on a two hour flight. What, what's going on on the basketball oh, card man, game? We're, 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 we're pennies, man. We're, we're throwing fives and tens out, just <laughs> killing time. Yeah. That's it. You know? Who was the mo- Who was the most competitive on those heat flights? Um. Card player, probably Rashard Lewis. Really, you know, Rashard, Rashard and Ray, Rashard and Ray, they were, you know, they they used to go at it. They, those would be the two guys left at the table while everyone else took off and fell asleep. They still be going at each other. And what about on your plane right now? Who's the most competitive? Um, I'd probably say probably Jr. Smith. Swishes, well, swishes. Does he wear a shirt it, it, it when he flies it. here, or does he just have no shirt? Sometimes it just depends. Sometimes. There, he'll probably have a shirt on and take it off right before we get off the flight. Uh, you know, you, your boy LeBron, okay, he's good for a triple-double every now and then. And I'll tell you, man, like, this Russell Westbrook, the 30-plus the thirty plus triple-doubles. Uh, I mean, J.J., that's and James Harden, too, for that matter, no slouch. Uh, but Russell Westbrook, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, how is that even possible to have that many triple-doubles? You're just like us. You know, we sit back and we watch him and all. It's the same thing. You know, it's different when you're talking about a guy who probably cracks a triple-double by going, you know, 21, 11, and 10. But Russ is getting 18 rebounds and 17 assists and 45 points. I mean, he's taking triple-doubles. He's not just getting them. So uh, it's, it's it's fun to watch, man. The, the kid is, like I said, he, he's a beast. And I don't care who you are, if you're an opponent, uh, we still are in awe of him. And we respect it because it's, it's not an easy feat not to, to do – do it the way he's doing it. Can you uh, finally hear, JJ, before we let you go, can you help me out here? Because I got a conundrum, and we've been talking about this for a couple days now, okay? I uh, I love the superhero movies. Are you into superhero movies? Yeah, I like them. Okay, I, so, I like, them so like you know the new movie Logan. It's Wolverine. That's That came out today, okay? And the truth! It's, uh, it's rated R. It's rated R. It's super violent. Like, it's not like the other Marvel movies. It's kind of different. It's really dark and really violent. And... Uh, my eight-year-old son, okay, he loves the superhero movies with me, and I don't know that I should be taking him to see this one with me. I'm getting a lot of pushback from listeners that I should not be taking him with me, that it's way too violent. Uh, give me give me some advice here, okay? You got you got some kids. Like, would you let them see a really violent movie in the theater? No chance. My kids barely, you know, get to see PG-13. They, I mean, my they just started watching the Avengers series. Uh, my oldest, she's 11. Um, she seemed like Avengers one, um, but Captain America, you know, was probably the most docile, one of the easiest ones. But then you can't have a, an eight year old out, out there watching Logan. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna way be too violent. Very violent. JJ, is your kids here? Or are they up there in Cleveland with you? They're with me in Cleveland. They oh, okay. They okay. Where do they go to school at down here when you guys were down here? Um, we were out actually in, in Davie. I went to uh, a school, Hawks Bluff Elementary, out there in Southwest Ranches. You okay. got to listen to this. Thromber, just tell them nah, real quick what you got going on. Man, just got, tell them. I got my kids going at school that Batty's kids okay, go to. It's preschool, though. The ones, it's that, preschool. The ones I just 
kill you in the wallet. You Preschool, know three oh, yeah. years old, JJ. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, some of not me, not for the ABCs. No, I'm cool. Yeah, eh. seriously, yeah. you obviously run your house. I don't, so I think that's where my problem lies. <laughs> no, it, it, you're exactly right. No, the, the school we have, I sent my kids to was like a small community school, so it's almost like a private school. So, um, but you know, you do everything for your kids. That's why we do it. So you know, you got to put your kid in an environment where they can learn and where they feel safe, and more importantly, where your wife is happy. Yeah, JJ loves the kids. That's huh? the recipe. All right, but no, uh, no, 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 Logan for my son. You're on the no, no side. No Logan. Well, Hugh Jackman, no Hugh Jackman said he wouldn't even let his 11 year old go. Oh, to see really? It. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, JJ, hey man, we'll see you at the arena tomorrow night. I wish you no luck tomorrow, but luck the rest of the year. Man, I, I wouldn't expect anything different. All right. See you, JJ. Good job, man. All right, guys. All right, Berg. See you guys later, man. Later, Appreciate right. it. All right. That's James Jones right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.